welcome to Power Start Your Day with Dame Nicola Smith-Jackson, helping everyday people to build their empire and win at life, money, and business. And now, here's your lifestyle money and business coach, Dame Nicola. Welcome to Power Start Your Day is Dame Nicola Smith Jackson. We're going to reawaken your spirit this morning, resuscitate your passion, renew your mind so you can recommit to the plan that God has for you and that's for you to start winning with life, money, and business. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about how to intentionally and uh, consciously start creating cash flow. And, you know, why is this important during this time? We know that um, you can acquire uh, cash for many different ways. There's some people who are listening in, and they may be, uh, you know, you have a job, or maybe you're retired and you're getting money even from Social Security. You also may have a business, um, and then also you may have investments. So, you know, um, cash coming in it can come in in so many different forms. Um, some people run out of cash, and they wonder, how come I'm not going into cash flow, where, where cash is flowing uh, in um, more cash is flowing in than cashing out, and I want to share with you something. I can tell you um, I've had my lessons throughout the years, and, um, and you know, we think that a lack of cash flow is only a lack of money coming in, but, but there is uh, three elements that contribute to uh, lack of cash flow. So if you are challenged with finances right now, uh, more than likely, there are some challenges in some other areas that we might want to pull back these layers, and I want to help you. And so today, I want to um, have us go to Proverbs, because Proverbs is so full of, of so much information that will help us surrounding money. Why? Because King Solomon asked for wisdom. I mean, he was smart, right? I wonder if we were as smart as that which Proverbs 17 and 16 is where we're going to be coming out of on today. And I want us to uh, go to the Lord first because many of us, um, we don't seek wisdom. So there are these three elements that's killing our cash flow. And I want you to know about these elements because um, you just should. You just should. More than likely, listening to Power Start Your Day, you're a whole grown man or woman, and we should know what's killing our cash flow. Let's go to the Lord. Father God, we come in before you. We honor you today because today is the day that you've made, and we're glad, rejoice, we're here in the land of the living Heavenly Father. We are just so grateful and honored to be able to um, be here and have another opportunity to learn. That's your grace and mercy in full effect. No such your mercy endures forever. However, we know that we have to still live the consequences of whatever we put out there. You've created us as such powerful beings that we are co-creators with you, but you've given us dominance here on earth. And let we live powerless, experiencing lack of power. Holy Spirit, we need your help. Have your way here at Power Start Your Day as you can uncover the elements that's killing our cash flow that's hindering us from building the kingdom and going out to do great exploits in your name. We want to rep you at the highest level. 
Let us not continue on with words that have no power, meaning that words without wisdom pursue you in a way that we've never done before with our whole heart, soul, and our mind. We honor you and bless you and seal this prayer with the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. So let's let's hop right on into Proverbs. And um, I've seen this happen so often, you know, and I, I got I to share with you some of my personal experiences that, I don't know, you know now, but I didn't know then. And maybe you don't know now, which is my, my then. So if you know now, your future will be different. But I didn't know then, but now I know. Can help you. Tremendously. Proverbs seventeen sixteen reads, Why should there be in the hands of a fool the price to purchase wisdom? Seeing he hath no heart to acquire it. Hmm. The thing is, the word right here is saying, hey, we know that in the book of Proverbs says that a fool and his money will soon depart, and many of us are like, wait a minute, we know what acting a fool is, especially outwardly. It's easy for us to even acknowledge when somebody else is acting a fool. And I like to say acting a fool because that is not our God nature to be foolish. For those who believe in and accepted the Holy Spirit, you accept Jesus? You want to accept the, accept the Holy Spirit? He said, Jesus said, hey, listen, you can deny me, but you deny the Holy Spirit is blasphemy. The infinite intelligence that resides on the inside of you if you have the heart to acquire it. Now, there's these three elements that we all need to know about because I'm telling you, who wants to be a fool? You say, well, what is a fool? When you're over-dependent on the world's promises, not God's promises. You're over-dependent on the world's promises. And I'm telling you, you are totally signing up for the short end of the stick. Wherever there's some drama, greed, and money over people, you want to run away. You want to avoid that. And I want to tell you that the three elements that we're discussing today is debt in these three forms. And most of us have this debt, the thing that is, Decreasing, dividing, depressing, draining you. It's the negative takeaways. We, we have experiences in our lives where it's easy for us to take the negative and we leave the positive, and that comes from debt, emotional debt, relationship debt, and financial debt. 
It's hurting your cash flow, all three of them, and they come together. They roll in threes, baby. Trust me, they roll in threes. And you might say, okay, that I just told you. Anything that is decreasing, dividing, draining, it's a takeaway. Okay, now let's not, let's not get so deep into it because they taught us this even mathematically with subtraction and division. We learned about this at least by the age of five, you were introduced, and at least by the age of 15, you really understood the difference between subtraction and division, and you know that it's the opposite of addition and multiplication. Now, the word of God tells us to be fruitful and to multiply. So many of us are living our life way outside of our kingdom means because most areas of our life, we have the subtraction and division. Some of us are even divided in our emotional being. We don't know what to feel, what to believe. And so anything diluted is less concentrated, and anything less concentrated is going to create cash flow. When you have emotional debt, it's very difficult to focus. Nearly impossible. And the thing about emotional debt is that we accumulate it. Just like you can accumulate cash. I want you to think about these in these two things. I am telling you there's no way that I am this smart. It's only that I seek with my whole heart to acquire wisdom that God would have me connect these dots between the have and the have not. And when I'm telling you emotional debt that we accumulate, that we never let it off, we never go and put it in a dumpster, and it just keeps rolling, it keeps rolling, from year to year to year. And do you know the same way you accumulate cash flow that if you had money being added and multiplied year to year to year, it does the same thing. It just gets bigger. The same thing. The law is applying here. It's the same thing. It gets bigger. Over time of accumulation of anything, it gets bigger. If it's trash, it gets bigger. If it's cash, it gets bigger. But when you have emotional debt that you have not carried out that trash, it affects your cash flow. And you might say, well, 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 how so? I'm going to go a lot deeper in this inside of the Empire Builders Academy because most people think that money is not connected to their emotional state, and it is. That's how we create. Literally, your emotions toward a thing attracts it. It is the energy in motion. 
So I want you to understand something. Your emotional state has so much to do with your financial state. Literally, it says, a fool and his money will soon depart. Even if you acquire money and you continue to accumulate emotional debt, eventually your money is going to go away from you. Whether in the fact of you buying things that make you feel more important or significant, even when you couldn't afford to do it, when you should have been putting it into investments, whether now you're buying your way into atmospheres just so that you can feel important because you have lack of self-esteem, whether you are in a place. Let me tell you something. What I'm talking to you about is real. Your emotional state, whether you're feeling less than around people who got more than you, and now you got a bitter taste in your mouth towards rich people, but you want to be rich, it ain't going to happen. Even if you get the money, it's going to go in one hand and out the other because the emotional state is not in check. So emotional debt is one of the elements that is affecting your cash flow. Relationship debt. You got emotional debt. You looking at one person and you always talking out of both sides of your mouth. You smiling in their face, but behind their back is something totally different in your heart. Now, the emotional debt transfers into your relationship debt. And God set the system up that we cannot do anything big alone. It don't matter how good you are, you cannot do anything big alone. It's set up like that. God has given us so much power that you can go so far up and then now you realize, oh, I need people. That's why you don't need to be looking for people when you need them. And when you do have people in your life with relationships, you got to be checking your emotional baggage so that you don't ruin relationships that can be fruitful. And so when you are emotionally in debt, you pick up those same type of relationships. People that would divide, depress, drain you, when you have that emotional and relationship debt, you start getting psyched out of the difference between greed and ambition. You say, what do you mean? I go, yeah. Yeah, I've been in, in around money for a long time. And I've been in environments where it was, we considered what the street money. And you say, oh, they ratchet. But then now you come over and you start talking about this, the clean money, they ratchet too. And it leads back to I'm so grateful for God to teach me, because I asked, how to serve him and his people. So he had to help me to understand. Wherever you see people breaking down relationships, they're emotionally in debt, and some of them have gone so far they emotionally bankrupt. 
So they don't lean into a pure heart, clean hands. They're just whatever I got to get. Why? Because it's a fool. They are leaning and they are over-dependent on the world's system. So they're okay with only trying to please people, please God. And what they want to do is use forgiveness with God like he a cake daddy. I'm going to do this dirt, and I'm just going to ask God for forgiveness because Jesus died on the cross, so he's just going to forgive me, and I'm going to move on. But what we forgot was the law of sowing and reaping. Karma does not forget an address. The laws of the universe, which God created the universe, was already set up to conspire for you, but when you go against the laws, it conspires against you. Well, you say no, you're going to need to do inventory, because I'm going to tell you what to do about it. You know, I don't always just tell you a problem without a solution. You know, we're going to be, this is why investing in yourself at a high level to understand what's going on behind the scenes, I'm talking about in your mind, of why you just can't get the come up. Or why when you come up, you look back around, it just go down. The whooping from the universe over two plus decades ago, but either neither here nor there, God does no, not know time and neither does the universe. The laws work. It worked back in the Bible day and it worked in today. And it was working for you yesterday. But all you can do about is today. So when you have the relationship debt where you have people in your life that they just unwilling or they just can't tell you the truth or you are Around people who are unwise, like they can care less about what the laws of the land is. They just want to be where the money resides. And they're not thinking about the source of that money. I am telling you, I shared with you my lesson. How in the world does a woman by the age of 23 bury three children and by the age of 23, 25, from the ages of 23, or really 21 to 31, a whole decade. I turned 30. When I turned 30, I said, enough is enough. 21 to 31, I was taking two kids into prison, 10 years of my life. People wonder, why is she so serious about life? Because I saw that I had to make sure that the lessons that life taught me, that they were not in vain. And so from that age of 30 now is when I became aware of how to intentionally, intentionally, I I started, I was working, I was humping in the salon, but I had to literally learn how to decrease my debt. Relationships. So it took me into seasons of my life where it was just me and my kids. 
You might say it's not politically correct. My kids and I, I don't care. I'm letting you know that I realized that I had the wrong crew. And then I had to say, well, let me create a crew and share with them what I learned. But guess what? The word just told us some people just ain't interested. But I know there's some people who are. And that's where the whole deal of lead who want to be led and feed who want to be fed came from. And then now those that the emotional relationship debt automatically, <clears throat> eventually leads to financial debt. If you don't pay attention to your emotions in your relationships, eventually you won't pay attention to your money. Because there's only one place that money comes from is people. And if you can't work on first the person with your emotional status, you won't be able to work long with people, the relationship status. Hence, it's going to affect your financial status, your cash flow. Because money comes from adding value to people. And the beautiful thing about it is you can have a lot of emotionally and relationally bankrupt people around you, but if on the inside of you resides the laws of God and you operate in them, that on the outside, people might want to stop, but they can't because God would ever door somebody closed. He'll open even a window or a whole nother house for you. What I want us to know is that we want to be careful of not to gain wealth, not only financial wealth, but that emotional and that relationship. You know, that instant gratification, that's the hasty trying to gather happiness and joy, that instant gratification, and then when you realize that you got psyched out, when you realize that you got pumped, that everything is a process, so don't avoid it, then you will realize and say, hey, even me building a relationship with God is going to help me build a relationship with people, and it's going to take time. I can forgive myself for whatever I didn't do right, and let me just start today to try to do one thing better until I do that one thing right. You start thinking like that with your emotional and your relationship, you'll start thinking like that about your business that encompass people, and you'll start building wealth. But you got to be careful of the source of the wealth. Because Proverbs thirteen eleven tells us that wealth gained hastily will dwindle, but whoever gains little by little will increase it. That's the way we build wealth. That's the way we invest. If you're afraid to do those types of investments emotionally, relationally, financially, you're going to be the main one when somebody tells you to invest your money in yourself, to grow yourself, invest your money, to go ahead and dump all that emotional baggage, to build better relationships, then you're the one that's saying, how much does that cost? It's costing you the life you could be living. That's what it costs. That's way more than a dollar that you could ever see. You find yourself 
in any of these debts. You got to examine your incoming and your outgoing. What's coming in and what's going out? What's going in and what's going out? Do you know when things should be coming in and when they should be going out? Timing does make a difference. Timing does make a difference. Frequency makes a difference. All of these laws you can apply to business, and you'll start seeing your business turn around. Cash flows start coming. Now you start investing because you invested in yourself and your business, and now you start seeing cash flow in other places. Now instead of you laboring for it, now it's leveraging, and instead of you chasing paper, paper starts chasing you, and you stand and still. The other thing you got to do is you got to fire some folks and hire some new folks. Now, why are we using fire and hire? Because you're the boss. When you're the boss, you can own your focus. You can say, yeah, we was cool, but not no more. Because I'm the boss. I'm not the boss of you, but I'm the boss of me. And I answer to the boss of all of us. And and you could do that. You could do that. Thing else, you got stuff in your closet that you ain't worn in a long time. That's fire. You got stuff, probably some monies in some places that you ain't put the work. That's just that, that that's your major turnaround. You just don't understand. You're just one decision or one idea away from your ideal life. You just don't understand that yet but you will once you seek and acquire wisdom. You got to be around people who acquire wisdom too so that you can collaborate. You in those environments where you competing, let me tell you something about competition. You have a negative area. It's a place for it. Hey, if you're playing the basketball game, somebody got to win the game. But when you're talking about the, the game of life, everybody's supposed to win the game of life, and you participate in everybody winning, you're automatically going to win because God has no respect to a person. You got to know what, Goals, where, when. So the world might tell you compete with your brother or sister, and trust me, they the same ones collaborating with they folk at a high level and keeping you broke and broken. The ultimate divide and conquer is one of the oldest strategies in the world to do just like what it said, divide and conquer. You got to divide before you conquer. You divide and then now people start getting broken down emotionally, relationally, and then financially. It is those three elements I say, and I will tell you. If you listen to this, you better share this with somebody. If you care, you share. These three elements, I keep them far away from me. I know what they're going to do. They do the same thing they did every time since the beginning of time. Breakdown. Now, at least you won't be able to say you wasn't warned by somebody who wished you well-being. I want you today to do your inventory. There might be some people, some things, some habits you need to fire. More than likely, the part of you that's more interested in serving the world 
meaning what people can see while you're concealing and not working on what people can't see, which is your heart and your mind, with somebody like me where I can see. It never be the sighted being led by the blind. Ask God for wisdom today. Ask him to remove the scale from your eyes. And he's going to give it to you according to your ability. Sometimes he ain't ready for you to see stuff because sometimes we just ain't ready. Because I wasn't at 19 leaving home thinking I'm grown. Hot mess. But God's grace and mercy turned around. And I'm going to tell you something. He'll do the same thing for you. I could have literally been in a casket left talking to you about creating cash flow. But thank God for praying mothers and grandmothers. So much so that I'd be praying mother and grandmother for anybody who would hear. Because you need that before you know how to pray for yourself. You need that before you know how to guide yourself. But all I'm telling you is once you do become sighted, Let's go help someone else. Do that in your business today. Do that in your life today. Do that and make some big things happen. You hear me? Make it happen. God bless you.